0: Their 81-year-old 80 year mom suffers from dementia. Every day, her five daughters see her, beginning to slip away more and more. In the beginning, mom was brilliant at faking it, compensating her memory loss with skill and with grace. But her daughters knew the time would come when she would no, let, no longer recognize them. And that day came, Just a couple of days after Thanksgiving, the youngest sister took their mom to dinner with her in-laws. They were seated next to each other when mom turned to her daughter and said, So remind me, how did we meet? The daughter, taken aback, replied, Mom, Mom, you gave birth to me. Mom then said hesitantly, well then, why didn't I raise you? But mom, you did raise me. Trying to hide her distress, the daughter excused herself from the table, not wanting mom to see how upset she really was. But her mom followed her into the kitchen. And when they were alone, mom took her hands and said, don't cry, please, Don't cry. Are you crying because you think I don't love you? No, her daughter said, I know that you love me. Are you crying for me? With that, the daughter said nothing. Mom took her hands and held them tightly. This is me. This is me getting old. It's neither easy nor pleasant. But if I can get through this, so can you. Please know that I do love you. Embrace yourself because this is who I am now. It's not that I don't love you. I love you absolutely. It's just that you have slipped from my mind. These things happen. And this thing, this thing will happen again and again, but I love you. I love you so much. Honey, I don't know your name right now but you must trust that I will always know exactly who you are. So do this for me, tell me everything. I want to know every last detail. Where you were born, where you went to high school and college, what you do for a living. If you're married, do you have children? Come back to the table now and sit down next to me and tell me all about it. I took that from Uh, publication, Martin Love, refreshing a mother's memory with love and stories by Jenny Phoebe. See, a mother's love here finds its bearings through the haze of dementia and gives her family a way forward. Her love for her daughters enables her to go down deeply into the well of her being to find a place of hope, in a place of peace. In all truth, when we're driven by such love, we're able to confront who we are, to accept our challenges, to accept our own failures. It's only when we're willing to go deep within the well of ourselves that we begin to find a way to move forward. See, in the woman's encounter with Jesus, The woman at the well is able to see herself, to see her life as it is. And in that moment, she realizes, despite all of her life's experiences and circumstances, that the very compassion of God is in her midst and has been all the time. Oh, most of us are so familiar with the story of the woman of the well, and in the longer version, it speaks of the woman, and Jesus invites her to go and bring her husband, and she says, I don't have a husband, and Jesus says, you're right in saying you have no husband. You've had five, and the man you're living with now is not your husband. And you know, for so many ages, age upon age, People have just always thought of her as, oh, another one of those women with the past. But we forget the truth of the story of the woman at the well. It says she goes to the well at noon. No one goes to fetch water at the hottest time of day. But she goes because she knows if she goes when all the other women are there, she'll be looked at, stared at, gossiped about. So she goes by herself at noon and sits by the well. And remember, in Palestinian times, a woman had no authority to divorce a husband. We don't know if the five she had were all men who divorced her, and they didn't, of course, need any reason, really, to get a divorce. Nor do we know if all five had died. Again, in Palestinian understanding, she would have been left alone and abandoned, not even recognized in a census without a husband. So the woman who's already feeling alone and afraid sits by a well at the hottest time of the day, and a man invites her, to go deeply into the well of her own knowledge, her own self-knowledge, her own experience. He invites her to go to the deepest part of herself. And it's in that place that she finds strength and courage And obviously, it is in that place that she finds hope because she leaves the well to go and to tell everyone else, come and meet someone who knows everything about my life. The first of the disciples to go out and proclaim Jesus. The first to go out and proclaim in a God who loves us. See, Jesus is always inviting you, inviting me, to go to that deep place within ourselves. It's the place where all of our dreams still remain. It's that place where we hope, it's that place that we want truly to live and to be. But it's that place so often that leaves us so vulnerable, we're just so very afraid of what others will say, of what others will think, of what others will do. But Jesus sits and he listens. Last night I had the great opportunity, I was invited to be part of a gala at St. John's um, Resort to do the invocation for an organization raising money called Foles of Honor. It's an organization that raises funds to be able to give scholarships to the children of veterans, and now they do it as well for all first responders' children. It was a woman who got up to speak and to share a bit of her story, and each time I looked at her, I felt like she was just sitting. She was sitting there at the well, and she went to a very deep place and spoke of the tragedy of her husband coming back from war with a closed head injury. She spoke of the need she had of her seven children to help her to bathe her husband, their father, to dress him, to feed him, and then to be his pallbearers when he finally went home to a place of rest for all eternity. She spoke of that place deep within that, without this organization of foals of honor, the majority of her children who are now in college would never be able to go to school. There was no money. There were no savings from a lifetime of service and work. She spoke of how often she has been judged as a single mom with seven children. She spoke of the number of people who, when everything was in tragedy, how so many were right there, so present, wanting to help. And as the days and the months passed, how other than her parents and her in-laws, she and her seven children would have been left completely alone without folds of honor. And I began to think, who are those people in my own life who have sat at the well with me and helped me to go deep within myself and to find hope and courage and strength? Who are those people with whom I have sat at the well and gave them the courage or the faith that they needed to go down deep into themselves? to discover that it is there that we find the very presence and the power of God. And on this third Sunday of Lent, I challenge you today to think a little bit about who are some of those people, maybe a spouse or a parent or a friend, who are those people who have sat at the edge of the well with you and empowered you to go to a place maybe where you were terrified to go but with the love of another you were willing once you think of that person or those people i ask today that you hold them in your prayer all day and then i challenge you on the second side of that is to think of Who are those with whom you have stood at the edge of the well with? Who have been those people whom you have given courage and strength and love to? Think of them, pray for them. If you're able, maybe reach out to them with a note or a card, a telephone call that you're thinking about them, do you remember them in your heart? And you hold them in your love or in your prayer. At the nine thirty mass this morning, our sanctuary was quite filled with all of those who will be baptized and received into the church. At the Easter vigil this year, one of our larger groups. And today, as that first scrutiny, as they stood in front of me and promised that they would open their hearts to the power of God. And recognize that that same scrutiny, that same prayer is the same prayer for you and for me. That God might come and touch our lives and come and touch our hearts and sit at the well of life with us and remember the things of old, the hopes and the dreams. Oh, we remember the challenges and the failures. But you and I gather in this place of faith because we remember the one who loves us and the one who has been with us And the one who promises to be with us always, even till the end of time.